Hi, welcome or welcome back to my podcast, Consistency of Life. It's your internet big sister, Kate, here. And today's episode is going to be all about lessons that I have learned. So let's get into the episode. So over the course of my lifetime, I've had the opportunity to learn from many, many lessons. (laughs) And I figured what's the harm in sharing some of the knowledge that I've gained. So I'm just going to go through a little list that I have through. And the first one is don't worry about trends. Like Carl Lagerfeld said, anything trendy is on the verge of being trashy. And I think a lot of people can relate to when looking back or if you are in this age range, just realizing that in middle school and high school, trends are almost like they have a so it's a way of social socializing being a part of something trendy like having the shoes that are in or getting a lot of likes on an instagram post or having the most followers or having a super expensive hoodie that everybody else wants like just random shit like that especially in middle school for some reason i remember for me personally trends were a little bit more come and go especially with shoes and it was really hard to keep up it wasn't super hard to keep up with but in a sense of like cost wise it really was because my mom was not the kind of mom that just wanted to throw a ton of shit at something that wasn't going to be in style in like two months and that I wasn't going to wear and at the time, I didn't get, <laughs> I didn't get that, even though it makes complete sense and it's completely logical. And I'm glad she did that because it taught me that one, trends usually take individuality and originality away from people that participate in them. It's one thing if you genuinely are interested in what that trend is or if you actually enjoy or like whatever it is. But it's another thing to just do it because that's what the masses are doing and to just, you know, follow the masses. It's so much fun getting to express yourself through clothing or through social media or through your personality and your work or your hobbies or whatever it is that you enjoy pouring your time into. And I think that you get the best you when it's the original and real you. And I think trends have a way of kind of taking away from that in usually more common than not a fashion sense and it's also just fast it's also just fast fashion which is just not good for the economy whatsoever and did I just say the economy I meant the environment (laughs) anyways 
fast fashion is not good for the environment. <laughs> Jesus. Gosh, but I do understand that there are some people who can only afford, you know, fast fashion or thrifting and stuff. And I do get that. I would try to lean more towards thrifting or, you know, secondhand options if that's possible. But I do get where, you know, kind of when it comes to that, but you can still use like fast fashion websites and dress yourself the way that you want to and not according to like what's in style or whatever. You get the point. Next lesson. Lesson number two is silence is always an answer. Always, always, always. And a lot of people don't want to accept the fact that silence is always an answer. And that's typically because that's not the answer that they want. And for me personally, when I've been left with a lot of questions and no answers, I mean, I say this like it happens all the time. It doesn't, but when it has happened to me, I've had to come to terms with the fact that I may never get a definitive explanation, but that silence was always so much louder than any answer could have ever been, weirdly enough. And I learned over time to, in those moments, to fill that silence with my own noise and peace and to pour my time into other endeavors that aren't going to create a giant cloud of confusion. And I always like to say that the universe, the universe will tell you when something is meant for you by giving you an abundance of clarity and will tell you that something is better left behind with an abundance of confusion. That's all I got to say for that one. So my next lesson is love can never be measured over a period of time. And what I mean by that is that there are some relationships that will go, they will last years and years and years and they will never grow and they'll never build on what they had when they initially met or they won't grow much beyond it and they won't really evolve as a couple or as human beings Whereas there are other relationships where you could know them for just a few months and they could be, they could completely change your life for the, the better, the worse, whatever, and be a Kickstarter to pretty much a whole new you and there will be people that you'll meet and you'll just initially just instantly click 
as if like you've known each other before and your bond will just grow stronger and stronger every single day. A bond and a connection and loving someone can never be measured over a period of time. Now, a bond, actually, a bond can get stronger over a period of time, but sometimes it doesn't. And I think it's also important to remember that beyond science and neurology, there's no other way to really explain love in its entirety and fully define it because there are no rules to it. Absolutely none. And you usually don't have power over who or what you love or how strongly you love some people or how little you love others. It's a really beautiful strange, painful thing that brings people together and just can't be measured in any way other than acceptance, understanding, appreciation, and respect. It doesn't matter how long or little you've been with someone. As long as you have that, then you have something solid. I think those four properties make for a solid relationship on top of the initial connection and bond and love. My next lesson is that almost all, or maybe all, of the friends that you make in high school are usually placeholders for the lessons that you need to learn. And it kind of sucks leaving high school with either a few friends or just one or even none after having or meeting so many people. I know a lot of people don't have good high school experiences and I had a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. I got all of it. (laughs) And so there was a period where I was really, really social and I made a lot of connections and I did have a lot of friendships. Although I do question the genuinity of them sitting here and the actual, if they were actually even, if we were even friends or if we were just people that went to parties together (laughs) but I also had some other friends that I still really hold dear to my heart and I wish them the absolute best in this life and we just ended up going on different we learned we were a lesson for each of us to learn and that led us in different directions and that's perfectly fine. And and just the way that friendships fleet in middle school and high school so commonly and casually, it was something that, you know, I came to terms with really fast, but I will admit that it did kind of suck making a lot of friends and losing a lot of friends. 
some good, some bad, but it's all a part of the process. And every single time I learned a little bit more about the type of person who I was and the type of friend that I wanted to be and the type of friends that friend or friends that I want to attract into my life and the kind of friendships that I want to hold and the things that I want to do with my friends and it just you learn so much more about yourself and the kind of relationships that you want to hold in your life and it's a really like and that's why I say that high school it's a really good time to make a lot of mistakes and learn from those mistakes and utilize the wisdom that you that you the op what I'm trying to say is utilize the wisdom that that you have gained and use it as an opportunity to attract people into your life that are more in alignment with who you are and who you want to be people that will push you and be there for you and people that you can almost people that feel like your chosen family high school will definitely high school and middle school will definitely teach you a lot about the kinds of people that you want to surround yourself with and the ones that you don't want to surround yourself with as well my next lesson on this list is something I've talked about before and is the title of my podcast, but you are the only consistency in your life. Hint, consistency of life. <laughs> but I learned that kind of the hard way when really I did not have much in my life. I went from having what I thought was everything at the time to pretty much what felt like nothing and although I'm very grateful for that period of my life it definitely taught me that at the end of the day no matter what I go through no matter how many friends I do or don't have how many family relationships I hold close to me or don't or if I even get married one day and spend the rest of my life with that person, no matter what, I will be the only consistency in my life. And I will be the only person that has my back 24-7, day in and day out. And I will be the only person that will be be with me by my side every minute of every day for my entire life and the rest of my life you know it's it is definitely a very consuming thought and realization but it's almost a peaceful one because for me that kind of led me to 
a journey of self-love because I was like, if this is the only body that I have in this life and I have no idea if reincarnation is real or not or if there's even anything after this or if it's just black. So if it's just complete darkness, nothingness, I'm just gone when I die. I have no idea. So if this is my only body and this is my only life that I'm aware of, then I should try to love myself and care for myself and as much as I can and live a life that I'm proud to live and that I'm excited to wake up to every single day. And it's not as easy said, it's way easier said than done to you know, have an amazing life because something so amazing is usually takes a lot of effort and work. But I think that that's also the beauty in it is that the energy that you pour into something will also pour that energy back into you. And pouring all of this you know, all of your love into yourself and into your endeavors and the things that are important to you, that will really give back to you in a way that will make you feel as if your life is in alignment to who you truly are. And it doesn't make being alone feel lonely because you're living for yourself and no one else and that can be really fulfilling and I think it's important that everyone at least once in their life spend some time alone to truly just discover who you are as an individual and what you determine as peace or what your definition of happiness or success is and what your morals your values your your virtues are beliefs everything it's important to have periods in your life where you really check in with yourself and continue to build on your character and continue to grow and develop and challenge yourself and push yourself and educate yourself and question yourself. I think that that's healthy and that that's important to do because the most important connection that you're going to have in this life is the one with yourself. So truly value it and appreciate it. Next lesson on my list is don't hate people who have hurt you. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. Hating someone is like drinking poison and expecting that person to die. It Hating someone only hurts you. You only hurt yourself and you only add weight to baggage that you shouldn't force yourself to carry and just don't give that kind of power to that person 
you and only you can free yourself from the burden of being hurt by another person and feeling powerless to another person by taking that power back and finding peace with the situation or somehow forgiving them, finding forgiveness, or if you can't, if you can't find forgiveness, then maybe indifference. But don't allow someone else's hatred to bleed into your life and turn you into a hateful person because you're not winning. They are. And it's a really cruddy feeling to constantly be angry and spiteful and vindictive and constantly have it out for somebody it's that looming allowing them to loom over your mind like that it really it only hurts you so don't hate and I know that once again that is way easier said than done because human beings we are emotionally wired people and we are a lot of us are very passionate beings And each of us are very capable of hatred, very much so. But we're also just as easily capable of forgiveness or at least finding a way to just let go and live a life beyond that pain. Next lesson. The people that you surround yourself with are a reflection of you. Now, like I was saying before, it's really important to attract people into your life that are going to make you want to be the best version of yourself and are going to challenge you and want to grow with you and help you evolve as a person and, you know, be a genuine, supportive friend. But there have been periods in my life where... I have not had the best friends, but looking back on it, I also wasn't the best person when I just wasn't the best version of me, when I was also entertaining those friendships. And that's why I truly believe in the fact that who you're associated with speaks highly of your own character and is almost a direct representation of who you are or who you're going to be. Not always, but usually when it comes to values or ethics or even beliefs. And there are a lot of people that will drag other people down and they'll let them just because they're friends or because they care about them. And it's important that you surround yourself with people that are going to bring the best out of you, like I already said. And people you can count on to not bring chaos into your life, or at least the bad kind. And just recommending surrounding yourself with people that respect you and 
you respect as well and where you have a supportive where they're supportive of you and you're supportive of them and they bring out the best in you anyways next lesson that's all i gotta say for that one this next lesson on my list is one that actually helped me a lot with energy and productivity and that is don't set a wake-up time set a bedtime and once i implemented a strict bedtime i found myself waking up at the time that i would usually i would have usually set my alarms at just naturally Whereas before, I would hate waking up to the sound of my alarm and I would turn it off repeatedly and I sometimes wouldn't wake up at all until hours later. And that kind of fixed that by going to bed at that time every single night and also making my bed a place of rest where I don't watch a lot of tv or do a lot of work in my bed i usually do calming activities like reading or writing or maybe every now and then watching an episode like a 20 minute like sitcom episode of something like an hour before bed but really making the bed a place of rest not a place of entertainment or work or activity and setting a bedtime that will create a routine instilled in my body, but will also create a routine throughout the day for me to wake up when I need to with enough energy to take on those tasks during those days. My next lesson on my list is at a certain point, you're going to learn that you have to be your own parent in a way. And whether you've learned this already or you have the luxury of yet to learn this lesson, at a certain point, you become your own parent and you have to hold yourself responsible for what I meant to say is you have to hold yourself accountable for your responsibilities and you have to you have to take care of yourself and check up on yourself and make sure that you're healthy and that you're going to doctor's visits or that you're going to therapy and you have to be responsible for, you know, also working out, um, but also, you know, going to work or going to school or, you know, making money to pay rent or to keep the lights on, whatever it is. You, you are the only person that is going to give you the life that you want and your parents can't provide a home forever you're gonna have to provide that home within yourself and create one somewhere else beyond them and to do that 
you're going to have to parent yourself and you're going to have to guide yourself through that. And of course, you know, a lot of people have, you know, parents that can help them or they have mentors or, you know, aunts or uncles or friends or whoever. But there also are some people who, when they leave the house, they, their parents and them become estranged and they really just have themselves. And I mean, everybody's situation is different, but at the end of the day, you are going to have to build your life and your home and you are going to have to be the reason that you survive and that you are healthy and happy. It's your responsibility once you get older or sometimes when you're younger, unfortunately for some. Like I said, everybody's journey is different, but at a certain point you become your own parent and it's a part of life and you learn many, many things about yourself in the process and many, many things about life and the way that it works here on earth and in my case in America. (laughs) My next lesson here on my list is you can't blame your shitty actions on your trauma or stuff that really shitty shit that has happened to you in the past. I have let so much stuff just slide because I would have empathy for people and I would understand why they hurt me or why they hurt somebody that I cared about because I I got it. I was like, well, this happened to them. And so I understand where they like were coming from doing this, although it doesn't, it's not justified. And although I'm saying as, even though I knew it wasn't justified, I would sit there and I would try and justify it. And there are people that will create a habit of blaming their terrible actions on the fact that they had a terrible life or that people were terrible to them and at a certain point you have to start taking that shit out in a therapy session and not on the people that care about you and it's just not okay at a certain point and you can't just keep making excuses because it gets to a certain point and you're just a shitty person that's it and if you do this or if you know someone that does this know that it's just it's not okay and no matter what you're going through doesn't justify you treating another person like shit it really doesn't you can't create a habit of a person that creates a habit of hurting people or just doing shitty stuff and then never holding themselves accountable or apologizing or anything like that at a certain point you just got to realize that that's just a terrible person that's just somebody that doesn't care and you could have all the empathy for them in the world and understand that yes they had a terrible childhood or yes that person broke their heart or yes this or yes that but Everybody goes through stuff. Everybody has their battles. Everybody 
has highs and lows in their life and you can choose to allow that stuff to consume you you can let it consume you or you can work through it and try to better yourself and come out the other side a better person and learn from it and try and be a better person in society so other people don't have to go through what you went through and that you don't become the person that hurt you or the thing that hurt you or you know whatever it is this kind of applies into the thing i said about hate at the end of the day, shitty actions with no apology, like they're just shitty accent actions are not justified because of trauma. Period. That's all I gotta say. Now, my final lesson that I'm gonna talk about is that silver linings are essential to survival. And I say that because there's been I've gone through a lot at a really early age, and unfortunately, a certain percentage of the world usually does, and it kind of sucks having to grow up really fast, but at the same time, when that does happen to you, you learn to find the good and the bad, because if you don't, then you almost get cynical and you just get really you just kind of really get in the mindset of what's even the point of it all and that thought can really consume you and cause a whole downward spiral and so because of that i've learned that if i don't try and learn from my mistakes or if I don't try and learn from this pain that I'm put through or this loss or heartache or you know this challenge or this trivial period of my life if I don't try and learn from the lesson that it is trying to teach if I don't turn it into a lesson where there's something to gain out of it such as knowledge or wisdom then what's the point of me even going through it if it's not to, you know, benefit me in some way or help me grow or help me evolve as a person in, you know, some way. And when you look at life and when you start, when you start looking at those hard moments and lessons in life, you start to see it all as it, that it kind of, that it all happens for you and not to you. And you're not a victim in this life. You have a purpose and you have meaning and everything that you go through is preparing you for the course of discovering that true purpose and meaning and living it and fulfilling it and helping you grow and evolve as a person and i truly believe that no matter what i've gone through what anybody else has gone through it it will always offer knowledge in the end you will always gain 
some sort of wisdom or knowledge or you will be educated in some way, shape or form, and you'll come at a different person stronger as well and smarter and kinder and more likely more, I mean, more like, yeah, most likely more kind and compassionate and understanding and empathetic of others. I think that when you find the silver linings and things and you try to find the best out of the bad, it helps you become a better person and it helps you to not fall into that spiral of what's the point in all of it. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know I did, and as I always do, and I hope that you did, and I just want to thank you for your time and your attention today. Um, Just know that life is a never-ending process of self-discovery and adventure and journey, and there will be so many more lessons for me to learn and you to learn in this life, and... I think that's something to look forward to because I feel like everything that I've gone through has helped me to become a better version of me. So I hope you have an amazing morning, day, or night, wherever you are.